Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You've heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough. Or maybe, diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com. KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat's 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from PassItOn.com. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, with my nearest and dearest co-host, Simone Tees. We're all here in this nice, air-conditioned studio. Yes, it is a wonderful, wonderful Monday. It's June 26th, and we are here. We're here in this air-conditioned studio. I, I kind of felt bad, Simone. Because the latest podcast that we did, it was a Friday night. I felt bad for our fan base because not only that we gave our fan base a very short um, podcast because it was just so hot in here um, last week. We, you know, this it was it was really really hot. My producers, our people, that's it. Everybody was just hot, sweaty, but they wanted to get the job done. so I, I got to thank our, our, our cast. I have to thank our crew member. I have to thank our audiences out there. 
um, nice. We got our AC fixed. It's nice and cool in here. It feels just right. And we podding today. I'm excited. We podding today. Very, very good times indeed. I am very stoked. I'm very, very happy about a lot of uh, our fan base is staying close to it. And of course, as always, I like to say, I'm your host again, KLP Kennedy Lucas. We've got Simone. You're here in the studio. How you feeling? How you doing? How was your weekend? How was everything? My weekend was good, Kennedy. It was a very good, uh, relaxing weekend, if you will. Um, I didn't really do too much this weekend, which is okay. Simply because, you know, I think when you don't do so much on a weekend and you have a weekend to just relax... And to, to, you know, to stay calm, relax, be in your home, you know, eat, sleep, get some rest down. Um, it's been very, very good weekend for me, resting-wise. I've done nothing. Me and Kevin have done nothing but slept and ate the entire weekend. And it was a glorious weekend. So stoked about next weekend because next weekend is the 4th of July weekend. It's going to be a very, very long weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm a stoic. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. I'm ready, ready, ready for it. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, this coming weekend, after this long week, uh, we've got some things to do. We've got some filming to do. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Ready, ready for a podcast. Thank God that the company fixed uh, the AC. Because I'll tell, you know. You know, the AC hasn't been fun to get fixed the last couple of days. We've been going back and forth with the AC company. Um, there's a bit of some miscommunication. And I'll go ahead and get, get into it, Kimmy, because I was hot. I, I, I didn't want to complain on a podcast, but I was miserably hot. Because communication, you say that communication is key. And I agree with that. A lot of people don't know this about us. And maybe some people do, Kennedy, but... We like to communicate when it comes down to business. When there's business to be had, communication is the key. And it gets us very upset when things are not going right. And really, you really understand how important AC is until you don't have it, right? It's, you know, yesterday, Sunday, it was like 90 degrees, right? And today, it's, it's going to be hot. We're probably going to have a hot week this week. And then, long and behold, next week starts July. And July and August, those are the most humid, hot, uncomfortable months with, throughout the year because it's just so damn hot. Um, so you guys can only imagine how the frustration it is when we tried to do the pot on Friday. Um, we were hot and sweaty and we just wasn't feeling right and... You know, we cut the podcast short because everybody left. We left right after the podcast. After we turned things off, Kennedy, he, he said, hey, I'm going to take it upon myself to edit the podcast. And I'm going to take it to, to the house and, and edit it because it's just too hot to be working in here. Um, so, like I say, I'm good, highly favored, air conditioned. Um, Communication is key. This is a, a, a kind of a PSA to all of the... HVAC AC companies out there when you have poor communication um, it doesn't flow right and now you've got your customers customers are upset customers are pissed off because they're in this environment their work environment and in their home environment sometimes hot uncomfortable can't sleep have to figure some things out um, it happens so very very good to have the AC back on 
Uh, Kennedy, I saw, oh, by the way, meant to say that, yes, we're here, it's girl Simone Teagues, ready for another podcast. Comment, like, subscribe, I'm going to get that out the way, Kennedy. Comment, like, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, and if you're listening to our audio platforms, thank you so very much. Kennedy, because we follow each other on social medias, you were outside yesterday. I saw you. I saw you. So... Again, tell us about your Sunday. I know you went out to, 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 was it brunch? Yeah, it was brunch. Um, look, I went up. So shout out to my friend Connor. Uh, yesterday was his birthday. So we, you know, we, we, Simone, we were outside. You know, I got up, you know, took a shower, put some cologne on, did my hair, shaved a little bit, washed up, put some lotion on. I uh, did all the necessary things I need to do um, because I knew we were going to be outside. And boy, did we go outside. We were outside. Um, so we ended up going to Melton's Cuisine and Cocktails. That's Melton, Georgia. So that's a little bit on top of Alpharetta, if you will. So kind of North Georgia. So for me, it took me a minute um, because Alpharetta is way out there. Um so my friend Connor wanted to go to a brunch spot um, to celebrate his birthday because he had plans that for his family that night, obviously for his birthday. So I ended up going up there. Um, we had, it, let me tell you, this restaurant is, is very interesting. And I, I'm sorry, Melton Cuisines and Cocktails, because you guys were good. I'm going to give you a good review. But I noticed these things that happened yesterday, uh, well, yesterday, right? So... I'm pulling up to Melton's Cuisine and, you know, Melton, Georgia is, you know, when you're from the the metro Atlanta area and you've never really dabbled into like upper Atlanta, like I've never been to, I've heard of Melton, Georgia, but I've never been to Melton, Georgia as much as since yesterday. Yesterday was my first time going to Melton, Georgia. So I'm popping in there. And I had this really nice uh, shirt, flowery shirt on, brown slacks, um, my dress shoes. Because this is a place where you can't just wear t-shirts or sweat. Well, you're not really wearing sweats because it's so hot to be wearing sweats. But you're not wearing a t-shirt and some shorts at this kind of establishment, right? You want to get a little bit dressy because, you know, it's Sunday, number one. Some people probably come in, were coming in after church, right? So... I had to dress dress to impress, right? And that was the dress code. That's when uh, my friend Connor, he wanted everybody to show up dressed, uh, dressed to impress. You don't have to wear a whole tuxedo because, you know, it's 90 degrees. But you didn't want to have a, a regular T-shirt and some shorts on. So uh, I'm pulling in. Um, didn't They didn't have park free parking, <laughs> which was OK. They had valet. And these guys, they were hustling and bustling to, to valet the cars. Um, I always give the, 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 you know, my props to the valet people because even though they hustle and bustle and they're in the heat, they tend to get overlooked, Simone. So, of course, I pull up. The man's like, hey, he opened my door. He was like, hey, how you doing, sir? You know, you know, that's valet. You know, they got to play that card there. And I felt, I don't know, I felt rich, right? But I never wanted to betray, yeah hey you little scum go park my vehicle right i never do that right because i've i never done valet simone but i've worked hard hard jobs to where people think that they're better than one person because of their job right so i said thank you i appreciate it 
um you know it is what it is you know i was very good towards us leaving that they had cash app or venmo when it comes to valet because nowadays people like us in our generation we don't carry cash like that um because i wasn't expecting to do valet i was expecting to just park my own car um but i'm glad that they did a valet um or cash app and venmo uh type service now i'm pulling in there and of course the birthday boy connor and our, our and his guest or remaining of the guests they didn't arrive yet so i was the first person there and i know for me i like to be 15 minutes early on everything and i know that's a that's a saying that a lot of us professionals use that if you're 15 minutes early on the job then you're on time if you're on time you're late and then if you're late that's unacceptable right i've been doing that for years been practicing that for years so of course i'm pulling up about 15 10 minutes early um got my car valeted and parked and it was a vibe but it was a good vibe and a bad vibe right the the good vibe was this was a fancy looking restaurant we about to even have a great time but boy simone when i tell you i was the only black person in there i was the only black man in there so i'm looking around and i say oh okay it's, it's like this now because i'm the only black person that's here you can understand the amount of stares that you get right because i received a lot of stares i did I don't know if it was just the people saying, damn, his, his outfit is amazing. Or, like, what's this, what's this colored man doing in this restaurant? You know, I didn't think nothing of it. I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, hey, guys, y- y'all staring at me. So, I'm, you know, um, I think with that, too, a lot of people are just not used to it. Melton George is not used to black people, <laughs> I guess, because the stares is rude to stare, right? I stare right i'm not like creepily stare but i'm I'm gonna look and then i'm gonna look away i might look again but i'm gonna look away people some people in that restaurant melton's cuisine and cocktails they look and they look and they look and they look they i can tell they're judging me and they're probably profiling me from their minds right because obviously these folks don't want to get canceled so I end up waiting, and then of course uh, Connor comes in, uh, gets his car parked in valet, and then our good friends Sydney and Keyshawn they're pulling up and they're getting their car valeted. We sit down. We we're sitting down outside. They have the. Uh, it's kind of like it was cool because it was like a table. The sun's out, right? Because I was sweating in my outfit, but it was the umbrella, and you know the waitress. Her name. She said her name. Her name was Mary. Shout out to Mary. You know, she waited us, and let, let me tell you the good part about this restaurant, Simone. Then we're gonna move on. But the good part about this restaurant is the food. the The food is the best part. Um, of course, if and I say this because we, we were saying this at the table yesterday. If you ever go to a brunch spot, you do want to order mimosas. You do. You don't want to not order order mimosas if you're going to brunch. So. Again, for all of you guys who may not know what mimosas is, is orange juice and champagne. Um, they uh, we had ordered um, bread and muffins. We they gave us a blueberry a thing of blueberry muffins and, and biscuits, um, biscuits and muffins with jam. That was very very good. And I ended up ordering the chicken biscuit uh, with a side of grits, bacon, uh, 
and because you had this up to either potatoes or grits so i said grits cheese grits that may may i add um very very good very very and then they have this salt this gravy called the red eye gravy which was not too bad as well um and of course we all had to get buckets of water because we were outside it was 90 degree weather we were sweating but we had a good time and it was it was a great great time i love going out being social i really love going out and really i don't know just someone just really having a great time um when it comes down to my squad i know you guys are the the kop entertainment squad but you know the, the mafia squad quote unquote was what i always call ourselves i had a great time and i love doing that and it was good to see um uh, some of my friends uh, we did miss a lot of our friends from yesterday but it's okay because everybody was busy they got things going on i get it but you know it's always good to get the, the the squad back together when we go out to eat um very very good food they had a lot of other stuff too but that was the one thing that uh, catered to my interest it's a great date spot right if you live in milton right now i say if you live south of atlanta or if you live uh, east of Atlanta, being maybe Gwinnett County, right? If you're living an hour away from the restaurant, I don't suggest going to that restaurant just for an hour for brunch. Because there's a lot of brunch spice or clothes that might be closer to you. But it's a cool experience and I had fun. I really did. I really had fun. I enjoyed and catching up with especially Keyshawn and Seton and Sydney shout out to them if they're listening to this morning show shout out to them because I haven't seen them in a while right so it's good to catch up with friends who you haven't seen in a while and to see how mature they've they've gotten and how older they've gotten and more mature they've gotten so it's very very I don't know to me that's a very humbling thing and I really uh really really enjoy enjoyed this as well so um great weekend Went there Saturday, went to the gym and worked out. So it's, you know, it's always a great weekend when you, when you get to go to to the gym for, for sure. Sounds like you had a blast, Kennedy. That's always good. Because um, I saw, we all saw your, your post um, yesterday and me and Kevin, we were at, at our house and he's like, oh, Kennedy's out. He's, he's outside. I bet you he, bet you he gonna talk about him tomorrow. This morning shows what we say yesterday. Um, so that's good. That's good. Uh, maybe we should try that, uh, Kevin. Kevin's actually in the studio today. Uh, he wanted to swing on by and see what we do. Um, one thing I did notice this, uh, you mentioned that you went to the gym yesterday, and I wanted to kind of talk about this thing that just kind of irked me yesterday. Um, couple of things that irked me yesterday. Now, if you guys may not know this about me as well, Kennedy actually got me hooked on going to the gym. I've been seeing his progress, and... You know, he's been saying to, of course, Monica and, and me that, hey, just what do you hate, Simone? You, hey, go track or crunch, right? If you're looking for a good workout and a good gym that really cares about you, go crunch. Don't go to Anytime Fitness, don't go to Platinum Fitness or Fitness 19, go to crunch because you might find the home environment of that gym. You might find the, the family side of things when it comes to that gym and the professionalism that comes within that gym. So, ended up going to the gym as well on Saturday. Um, and me and Kevin, actually, we both went. And this is the one thing that irks me the most. And I wanted to talk about this as well. Couple of things. The first thing is, and this is the thing where it irks me to the bone. I don't know what it is. 
I don't know if it's ego, but I gotta talk about these two things that men do at the gym that irks me the most. I'm over here doing um, my machine. I'm over here doing the pull-ups machine. I forgot what it's called. And Kevin was on the other side of the gym, right? He was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. You know, the gym is really the time. We socialize a little bit. We talk, but we, we're just, when we're in the gym, we focus on what we need to do. We do. So I'm over here doing the, the lights ups and we all know in this room, because you told me this before, you always wear deodorant before you go to your workout. Now, so you mentioned some of the days when you go to the gym right after work, office hours, right? You, you bring a thing of deodorant with you and change and you do all that. So I understand that. But I'm over here doing the, the pull-up machine. And this man comes over. And of course, I don't, obviously, I don't beat these men in because I got Kevin, right? But... I got on my outfit, you know, the uh, top, the leggings, the shoes, the Nike. And this dude comes up and you could tell he forgot to wear deodorant because he's he's lifting his arm doing this and he's trying to look good. And that's nothing he was doing. He was looking right at him. He was looking at himself, grunting really loud, looks at me and I'm like, <laughs> doing my thing, working out. And he grunts and grunts and grunts. So he looks at me as if I'm listening to his grunts. As if for some reason that turns me on or something, right? As he's doing that, you could smell the holy, holy hill of an armpit that he has. As he just rolled out of bed, put some shorts on, and came to the gym. Fellas, I don't know about y'all. But it's important to wear deodorant. Now, I get it. You're at the gym. You're sweaty, right? You're not going to smell like Mr. Clean if you're at the gym working out and putting it in, right? But at least the bare minimum you can do is put on some deodorant. That's all you have to do. Put on some damn deodorant. So that way, when you're doing these exercises, and a woman walks by, she don't have to smell your funky, funky armpit. I mean, that shit smell like ass. So, he was doing that, and he was sweating, and I get it, we're at the gym, you're not gonna, like I said, you're not gonna smell super clean at this gym. But when you get up, guy gets up, he's leaving a disgusting pool of sweat on the bench. Like, it, the whole bench was so drenched. I happened to look over and when I looked over and I saw it, I almost gagged. I said, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God. So this girl, she was a cute girl. She comes over, she's about to do the same exercise, the same machine. I said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And I say, girl, wait a minute, right? Cause this woman, we gotta look out for each other. So I said, hold up, wait a minute. I said, look at the bitch. She looks at it, she's like, ew. And I say, yeah, some meathead just worked out on there. Let me go and get an associate to clean this up. Lo and behold, someone came and, and really swept it. And, well, not swept it, really sprayed it and wiped that sweat off. He had a mask and gloves on because that was just so disgusting. Right? I don't even think Kevin sweats that hard. Like, baby, I know you work out, but even Kevin doesn't sweat that much right 
So, my men, my fellows, let's stop doing that. Please wipe up the bench every time you use it. COVID is not existing, quote unquote, anymore, but that's still disgusting. Don't just use a machine, leave your pool of sweat, go do what you need to do, and not remember to wipe down your 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 whole sweat. It's disgusting. I kind of I agree with that. Um, every time I go to Crunch, uh, I always like to and when I go to Crunch, I have a bottle of disinfecting uh, disinfecting spray, um, simply because it's important that um, we spray after ourselves because we we do have and I'm guilty of it too sometimes. We do have that certain or uh, that odor right that's getting left right. It's left and you know it stinks and it doesn't smell good. It's true. I always carry a thing of deodorant with me because on then this had been this been happening this summer where I've been going after office hours after work um, to the gym just to keep my energy up. It's important because I'm wearing deodorant obviously when I take a shower in the morning, but you know during the day it wears off. And if I know that I'm going to the gym, yeah, I'm going to spruce it up a little bit. Because I like to smell kind of good in the gym. You know, I'm sweaty, so it's not going to smell like flowers. But I'm not going to smell like garbage either. Um, that is true. And I make it my mission also to not stare at, at, at females at the gym, right? If she's looking, I'm going to look for half a millisecond. And then I'm going to look somewhere else, right? Because I don't want the, her big buff boyfriend to come and say, hey, you looking at my girl? And then I'm going to be like, well, nah, but she's staring at me, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, so it is true. I always try to be careful on that. Speaking of what's, what we're trying to not be careful of, yes, it is video game review time. Partially, I got to say, Simone, because I didn't finish this game quite just yet, but it is my privilege and honor to talk about this game. This game has been highly anticipated when it came out and every podcaster broadcaster reviewer video game critic youtubers social media influencers we were all shocked about the scoring video games have been very very critiqued heavily this year a lot of video games just did not make that cut this year but boy I gotta tell you guys about Final Fantasy 16, the remake for PlayStation 5. This game is so amazing. It is. So, of course, I pulled the trigger on it. I bought it. Because every video game that comes out in the reviews, I always, every time, I always wait for the reviews from either GameSpot, Metacritic, and even IGN. I wait for those gaming critic reviews to come out before I decide if I'm going to pick a game up or not. When I saw the scores list, I'm saying 88% from Metascore. I'm seeing from 88 to 80s to 4 out of 5 to uh, some have 8 out of 10. IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. This game has been fantastic. Final Fantasy 16, the remake for PlayStation 5. This came out back two couple days ago, June 22nd. And this gets me very, very excited for the for the Final Fantasy franchise. Um, 
Now, I back in the day, I, when I was a kid, I did play the old school style of Final Fantasy, the RPG version of it, quote unquote. I played that when I was a kid. Didn't know really know what I was doing because at, when I was a kid, I wasn't that maybe is the word experienced in gaming, but I haven't become that gamer yet, right? But as the years go on, and I played Final Fantasy for PlayStation Vita. Forgot what number that was. Uh, from Final Fantasy um, X something, X2 or something for Xbox. Down to the Final Fantasy VII Remake for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I knew I fell in love with the Final Fantasy franchise. So, 16 comes out a couple days ago. I pulled the trigger on it. I bought it. And guys, I got to say, this game is amazing. Down to the main character. Now, the main character, you're playing Clive. And now there's a story between Clive because he was uh, this young boy, Joshua's shield, right? And what was very gruesome about the game, which I kind of liked, was the young boy by the name of Joshua. He is sick, but he has what's called the Phoenix Power, right? So, there was one cutscene that I played, obviously, that the one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. members, they were traitors. They killed his dad, the king, right? Kills him, and now his phoenix awakens, right? But then you have the Ephron come out and, like, brutally beating the living crap out of Joshua. And I, I laugh, but it's not funny. But they crafted that so bad and so good that it's kind of like making you sad for the kid right because there's a scene where it's all black and you can just hear blood splattering everywhere joshua's getting like because now joshua's the phoenix he's getting ate up by this efron pretty pretty much and you know you hear clive crying out begging the, the efron to stop you know very very gruesome you gotta have the stomach for it it's gruesome but that was a great turning point for the game now clive is coming for vengeance right clive is coming to revenge the death the uh, death of joshua right because joshua he was supposed to be joshua's shield and he failed to protect joshua all right so now he's just trying to rebel and do things outright and fix things um the combo portion of the game is fantastic I didn't have any complaints where I felt irritated with the combo. Fantastic. I got to say, it was very, very good. They did something really well when it, they crafted the combo. Um, I haven't beat the entire game yet because the game just came out. The game is large. A lot of YouTubers, a lot of reviewers, a lot of game critics, Simone, they were saying that this game is so huge. There's just so much that goes on with this game. A lot of people... And, you know, people are going to write bad critics as well, right? It's just trolling, really. Um, so, of course, the trolls had to write a bad review. And they said that, you know, the cutscenes are a little bit too long. Honestly, I don't mind the cutscene. Because it's a cinematic cutscene that they really put their heart into. And you can tell that they took notes and they studied from Game of Thrones. They studied from House of the Dragons, Right. Those series, they studied from them to craft the cutscene within this video game. Um, I really, really freaking love the soundtrack. Soundtrack is amazing, Simone. It, uh, the soundtrack was epic. I felt like I was participating in a cinematic film, 
like a big cinematic film right that's what i felt and i got that experience from the game the uh, haptic feedback from the controller i gotta say if you're gonna play final fantasy 16 obviously for playstation 5 and this is for my gamers out there have the controller always in your hand right because there's a lot of things lot within the cutscenes even though if you're not playing right now or you're in a cutscene have the controller in your hand because you're going to feel all the different types of haptic feedback from the cutscene to the con to the console to the controller fantastic very fantastic i think honestly simone i'm gonna go ahead and say it final fantasy 16 game of the year i i, I look when spider-man 2 comes out that might be a runner-up or a contestant but final fantasy 16 it's going to be game of the year because we've had a lot of great games so far. We're going to get a lot of great games coming up, right? But there's something about this game that I feel that is going to win uh, game of the year. It's a, it's a huge contestant because they use Unreal Engine 4, right? So that's not too bad. I can't wait until the future Final Fantasy games where they move on to uh, Unreal Engine 5, right? But from the combat to the storyline to the com uh, the combat, the character development, the character design of each character within this, amazing. Amazing. I like how when you first pop in the game for the first time and you're, you're adventuring the story for the first time, bam, we're in an action scene already right when i got the controller i'm excited to play and you're playing joshua's phoenix and you're fighting against the efron that was the first thing you do that sets the bar high in my opinion they're setting that bar super high already when you just boot up the damn game right with a mix of great soundtrack oh my god it's it's uh, it's it's chef's kiss it's it's game of the year worthy it, it has to be um because of how good this game is and it, it gets me like i say and like i mentioned this game gets me excited for the final fantasy rebirth right when we return as cloud and and Aerith and and um terra and and um uh, ran and and all these other characters that's in that type in that storyline this gets me excited and barrett i can't forget about barrett you know, it makes me excited for that game that's getting ready to come out next year, right? Because this is the same company. What else can they do? Right? And now we're going to get more Final Fantasies, right? Final Fantasy 14, Final Fantasy 10, right? I'm just naming these out the top of my head. We're going to get more of these Final Fantasy games because it sells. And they, they've got something. Square Enix has something. This is their biggest baby uh, when it comes down to any game that they produce final fantasy series this is their baby and they're not going to screw it up for anybody um i did do some googling too uh i did get kind of nervous um because i saw this tiktok somebody was playing final fantasy and they were going through a boss and it fried their ps4 uh their excuse me their ps5 so I got to thinking, I'm like, okay, let me research this because this is kind of scary. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a grandmaster system and you don't want it to get fried. Um, and then I saw Mystic 
YouTube channel, Mystic Ryan, I think that's his YouTube channel, he did a video. And he said, you know, nothing to really worry about it because, you know, when the console's getting too hot, people were playing the demo version of this game, right? So obviously they've made some changes and made some things so that way it doesn't happen in the actual full game. Um, and I honestly, my two cents on that, I think it's just your placement of your, your PlayStation 5. Obviously it is true. You do have to dust off your console every once in a while um, because technology does get dusty. And if you have your console just sitting and not and collecting dust, you're not cleaning it properly, yeah, it's going to catch dust and then ruin the system, right? I make sure that I dust mine every so often because, you know, things do get dusty. Now, obviously, with the new uh, at the house, I have it in my office, right? And I have it at a cool temperature throughout the whole house. So I don't have to worry about the house getting too hot so that way the console gets too hot. Um because the house is at a cool temperature so it's just about your product it's, it's about your placement of your console honestly that one tiktok um video that i saw it seemed that he had his just lingering around or he had it in in a closed environment he had a million things plugged up to it so of course it's gonna like fry because you got too many things plugged into it and you're not giving it air and you're not having it in an open space where it can collect air and breathe so Besides all that, guys, Final Fantasy 16 is a must, must buy, right? It's $70. Yes, $70, full retail price. But I think this game is worth it. And I can't say that with a lot of games, but I honestly think this one in particular might be worth it. So comment below. Let me know. Did you play Final Fantasy 16? Do you love it as much as I do? Because I do. I love it. I've been playing that thing the whole weekend. That was my weekend. My gaming weekend, besides going out to eat and going to the gym, was playing Final Fantasy 16 this entire weekend, and I enjoyed it. I played the game myself as well. A lot of people don't land with me. Both can they? We're both gamers and hard. I love Final Fantasy 2. I played it. I enjoyed it. Um, not going to repeat what you, you just gave your review. I 100% agree with you. Final Fantasy is the one to play. I recommend it for a lot of, lot, lot of people. Now, switching gears here to, of course, here on the podcast, we've got to give a little bit about our hip-hop news, if you will. And we got to talk about my main man, Jadakiss. Love Jadakiss. Loved him in his, his independent rapping. I love him in the locks. He's amazing. He's an amazing rapper. But Jadakiss gives mad props to proud student Simba. They don't make them like you. Now, a couple of days ago, Jadakiss has left his Rapsy voice, voice ring out from the mountaintops in the support of Simba, praising the Bay Area rapper for his lyrical skill set. Now, the Never End, uh, Never End broke, uh, Never End Up broke rapper shared a video of himself and the New York rap icon again. Jadakiss, New York rap icon. Embracing backstage at one of the weekend's BT Awards event. Of course, BT Awards has been happening this uh, past weekend. And very, very congratulations, by the way. I don't think we, we've congratulated uh, on our show, but congratulations to Mr. Tyler Perry being the sole owner of BET. Very, very excited to see what he's going to do with BET. It's good that he owns it. But what will he do with it? That's the question that's on the back of my mind. 
what will you do to change BET to make it a staple? That's a big shoe and big hole that Mr. Tyler Perry has to fill. Very, very excited for that. Now, Jadica said to Simba that they don't make them like you, Bear. Kiss told Simba, of course, they don't make them like you. I love it. Uh, Baby and dog, you are one of them ones. Celebrities including LeBron James, Buster Rhymes, J Rock headed to the post uh, headed to this post comment session below and some love to both men. Now this is the post that the uh, the real Simba had posted here. And there's a video here and Simba's posted here it says the only teacher I ever wanted to make proud hashtag and at Jada Kiss. Very, very astonishing when you get to meet an icon and you post your icon on your social media. Now, not only you have the rap in your skill set, but now you have celebrities backing you, right? So it's 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 all about networking if you think think about it. Now, despite Jadakiss being one of the biggest inspirations for him, from a lyrical standpoint, Simba has been on a tear of his own over the past 12 months. He recently dropped a freestyle over Tupac's Keep Your Head Up. Instrumental, uh, instrumental to honor Juneteenth and the 50th year of hip hop in partnership with Apple Music. Apple know what they're doing too. There's money involved in that. Now, this was a quote uh, from this uh, for sure, and I'll read a little bit of it, uh, but I'm not going to read the, the N word that's in here because we're a PG show now. <laughs> um, I know you're fed up, and the life won't let you keep your leg up. But when it falls down like in work, keep your head up. I remember having trouble trying to get my bread up. Felt like God let me down, but I never let up. I made it through the struggle. Bills like pain catching up. Always had hot dogs, but couldn't keep catch up. He raps, of course, in the instrumental that's heavy in that as well. Congratulations to Simba, though, right? Because... You know, we've, we, we listen to a lot of rappers, right? We listen to a lot of rappers, a lot of celebrities, a lot of people being innovative when it comes down to their, you know, the craft. And it makes me excited. It makes me excited for the future. It makes me excited for these the younger rappers that's coming in. Um, me and you both, Kennedy, we're both old heads when it comes to rap. We like the old school style of rap, right? Like, we we like the, the killer mics and the... I think you said this too, but we like the killer mics, the... The Buster Rhymes, the Jada Kiss, the Locks, you know, those type of rappers we like the most. But it's interesting to see what the new cats bring out, right? So congratulations to Simba. Very, very excited for that as well. Coming up next, we got Arthur here in the studio, and he's here to talk about our latest in sports news. Arthur. Mercury Fire head coach Vanessa Nygaard after 2-10 start to season. Amid a frustrating season, the Phoenix Mercury announced Sunday that they're doing the one thing a floundering team can do to try to change their fortunes, fire someone. And that someone is head coach Vanessa Nygaard. Assistant coach Nikki Blue, who has coached in the NBA and WNBA for 15 years, has been appointed interim head coach. We have confidence in the job Nikki Blue will do as interim head coach for the remainder of the 2023 season, Pittman said. The Mercury have had a miserable season, and currently own a WNBA, worst 2-10 record. That's tied for the worst record through 12 games in Mercury history, 
and since the Mercury are one of the WNBA's original teams, that history goes back to 1997. Nygaard was hired in January 2022 to replace longtime head coach Sandy Brondello, whose contract wasn't renewed. Nygaard had a 15-21 coaching record in 2022, which got the Mercury to the playoffs, but not any farther as they lost in the first round. Her firing comes one day after the Mercury lost 97-74 to the Seattle Storm, their fifth straight loss and their second straight loss by 20 points or more. Brondello was hired by the New York Liberty after his time with the Mercury ended. The Liberty are 8-3 in 2023, third in the WNBA, and Brondello is coaching young stars Brianna Stewart and Sabrina Ionescu. Blue's first game at the helm will be June 27th when the Mercury take on the Dallas Wings. Oh, oh, can't wait for that. Coming up next, of course, we've got Addison. She's back in the studio to give us our latest news. And she's going to talk about Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Now, that's been the, like the trendy thing over Twitter the last couple of days. And it's quite interesting. Like, I, I'd love to see that. I really would love to see these two tech guys, billionaire tech guys, go at it, duke it out in a match. But, Addison, what we got on that? Billionaire brawl. Techies suit up. Elon Musk tweet challenges Mark Zuckerberg to a fight it may not be a fight to the death for two of the universe's most high-profile tech billionaires. But Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have agreed to a cage match. I'm up for a cage match if he is, the 51-year-old Twitter owner posted in a Twitter thread Tuesday after striking back at a user's post referencing Zuckerberg's jiu-jitsu experience. Send me location, Zuckerberg, the founder and CEO of Facebook and Instagram parent company Meta, responded in an Instagram story Wednesday which included a screenshot of Musk challenging him. Vegas Octagon Musk responded, adding, I have this great move that I call the walrus where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. Asked about Zuckerberg's response, a Meta spokesperson told USA Today Thursday, the story speaks for itself. Musk could not immediately be reached for comment. Elon Musk and what he considers a slur, Elon Musk declares cisgender a slur on Twitter. What about fragile man with big ego? Zuckerberg, 38 recently competed in his first jiu-jitsu tournament and won gold and silver medals, he announced last month on Instagram. Another Twitter user then cautioned Musk to be careful. I heard Zuckerberg does jiu-jitsu now, spurring the Twitter CEO's cage match remark. I'd love to see that. I would love to see that. Definitely. So coming up next, <laughs> y'all thought we were done. In the lieu, of course, of being innovative and changing up and, and bringing things into the KLP Aftermath, because we are the mega show, one of the biggest podcast radio morning shows here in Atlanta. We got my girl Monica Gray up in the studio. That's my baby. That's my baby. My baby Monica, she's back. And we are doing this new segment we like to call One Last Thing. Take it away, Monica. What it is, what it do, Cyber World. It's your girl. So you got to check out to see what exactly I'm going to talk about. All right, so we're going to go kind of pop culture-ish. There is a show, new show, on Hulu called Saint X. Saint X. 
and in the last week here, I realized that it was being executive produced by Drake and Future. Interesting combination, you know, Drake's got that background with Degrassi and all of that. I think Future just had some extra checks laying around. We hope that he takes care of all them kids. But that's another story within itself. Not gonna go down that street. So, say next, it places a family of four, mother, father, two daughters, 119-17. And the 19-year-old is killed. She dies. I really had a lot of mixed emotions about it because it was very much implied that oh well I'll show it to tell you so this family's taking a vacation on an island they don't say which island because you know they definitely don't want to deter people from actual places in the Caribbean but they had just little key things in the whole makeup of the island and the names of different things that kind of gives you an idea of where they're talking about so that you can visualize it anyways so anyways um so it's implied that the workers at the island kill this girl. That's what the whole implication is. And it just made me angry because it was very stereotypical. But I get it. That's what stories are built off of. Stereotypes and things of that nature. I totally get it. It didn't make me any less unhappy about it. So, you can tell from the jump, something is not right. And you can tell that the workers had nothing to do with her death. Fast forward, I think like 20 years later, the seven-year-old is now 27, 28 or whatever the case is. And out of nowhere, she decides that she wants to investigate her sister's death. And being a theater major taught me a lot about characters and motivational moves and, you know, motivated moves as to why certain characters would do certain things. And this character was making moves, y'all, that was really pissing me off. Because they were stupid moves. They were moves that didn't make any logical sense. These were moves that could have cost her her life or worse. And they were just moves that were just unmotivated. There was no reason for her to do these certain things that she was doing. And I didn't see any logic in it because there was no logic in it. So, long story, super short and straight to the point. It comes out that, obviously, these workers, the staff at this resort, did not kill her sister. And it was literally just an accident. And she literally just, you know, passed because she fell on a rock and just checked out real early. And so that was a whole thing with that. And then there were some implications of down low men or men that secretly sleep with other men. And I just didn't like those implications because I know that there are just a lot of stereotypes that are implicated in the Caribbean. I'm not against that. I'm absolutely not against it. But I just didn't like the way the story was written. I didn't like the way that it was conveyed to the audience. And I know that this is like a one season type of show. They can't bring it back because everything has been exposed. Everything has been put out there. But it was, it start. it had such potential. It had the potential to be a really awesome, really just, just great story. And they disappointed your girl. They disappointed me because I felt like there could have 
there was such a build up in the beginning that you just felt so invested. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to find out what happened to the sister. What happened to the sister? Because the sister had been doing things on the island and offending people and flirting with others and making out with this one and that one or whatever. So there are a lot of suspects, a lot of possibilities as to who caused this girl's death or who had a hand in it. Because a lot of different people had a lot, a lot to gain from her not being robbed. And so with it being just literally an accident, it just really just, I didn't like that. I felt that they could have put a little bit more meat on that bone, you know, a little something else for us to really bite into. But they didn't. And that was that. But um, I wanted to get my little two cents on it because now it's done and now I'm glad that it's done so I don't have to worry about it anymore. And if they do decide to come back, I'm absolutely positively not watching it. Nope, not going to do it. I've already given up enough time, enough of my time. So that's basically it. Anyways, I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day. I love you to pieces and I'll holla at y'all later. Deuces. So that's going to wrap it up here in our show here today, KLP Aftermath morning show with your host kennedy lucas and simone takes hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as well as always comment below uh if you're liking the show thus far this season if you're watching it on the youtube channel and on the audio platforms thank you so very much but on youtube if you're watching please remember to like comment and subscribe to the channel if you will if you please and always uh, we thank you guys for listening to the auto, audio version. Thank you. Share with your friends. Letting you guys know that we were live. Guys, take a look at a uh, later on this week or maybe next week actually when it comes out. But yes, yeah, KLP Entertainment. We're going to be featured in another article from Voyage ATL. They reached out to my offices. So I gave them another interview. Very, very excited about that because I went more educational on that, that review. So um, get ready for that. comes out later on next week can't wait for that article to come on out and as always we thank everybody you know we've been doing this thing gosh for a very very long time and we still kicking it love y'all for that so until then please remember to drink water stay hydrated it's getting hot it's hot lana so it's getting hot and as always we love you guys bless you guys and thank you for another exciting podcast until then stay safe stay swanky Peace.